Nikki Jensen and Brie Picone and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party a podcast about film fashion and pop culture from two best friends mentally at Camp, Camp Walden, Walden for girls in 1998 yes so and today we are talking about the 1998 parent trap starring Lindsay Lohan and directed by our homegirl Nancy Myers a seminal movie I think for both of us truly this movie influenced me so much. I had to refrain because we did just watch it. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, Brie, but I had to refrain from quoting the entire movie. I think I've watched I this movie so many times throughout my life that I think I can recite it front to back. I noticed that, but it's okay. <laughs> it is so good. Yes. Ah, uh, I love it. I love everything about it, and we'll get into it. Yeah. We're going to talk about it today. Let's talk about it. Because we've talked about the Nancy Myers cinematic universe. We have. But now we're getting down to the the one that started it all. Mm-hmm. So the parent trap was Lindsay Lohan, her acting debut, and Nancy Myers' solo directing debut. Iconic. And you can just tell. I, I don't know about you, but I could just tell how much fun Lindsay Lohan had shooting this movie yeah it really comes through like when she's playing annie and hallie i don't know and she does such a good job of like like i'm still convinced that there are two Lindsay lohans in this movie like truly i think it also like set her up in a very interesting way because right out of the gate like she had us all fooled right like i remember as a kid grown adults being like those twins were excellent and you had to be like mm, i saw like on uh, like Disney Channel magazine. Do you remember those little Disney Channel magazines? Like vaguely. There were like mini little books that would come out every month. And I remember they had one. And it was like the summer 98 preview. Just flipping through. Being like, the parent trap. Because this is like the first movie I remember seeing at the movie theater. Really? Like the, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. I saw others, but I couldn't remember them because I was so little. In what, 98, like three. So like this was the first movie where I consciously remember trotting my little self to the theater. Oh, wait, when did this movie come out? It was 98. It came was out it? July. The s- okay, the summer. The summer. It came out July 29th, 1998. All right. Well, yeah. Huh. I don't think I saw this movie in theaters, unfortunately, but I do remember watching it a lot with you and Obs- i was obsessed this was the year we met and made mm-hmm. our friendship packed and i feel like this movie influenced the both of us a lot we used to switch places yeah children <laughs> did everything yeah we're like i'll switch places we used to get sent to the isolation uh chamber whatever i don't know <laughs> not really but i felt like in school we would be like they'd be Always. like y'all sit down and we'd be like no <laughs> We'd be causing that mild mischief. So much mischief. Thank you, Nancy Myers. Thank you, Lindsay Lohan. You've created two little monsters. I know. On screen and all. But no, I love this movie. And this movie holds up. It does. I like surprisingly well. Like, because like you said, we just watched it. It is like exactly how I remember. Like beat yes. for beat. And it's still hold- like there's nothing weird, nothing cringy. It's just super cute and heartwarming. I think it's so interesting, too. I I completely agree. And I think we got to talk about the Lindsay Lohan of it all right out of the gate. For sure. Because, like like I just said, this is her debut film. But this also sets the precedent. Because when we talk about movies from our childhood, so far, Lindsay Lohan's the reigning champ of movies that still holds up. And maybe that's why... She fell so hard from grace is because in our heads, like everyone was just like, well, she started out making, like having great movies. That's true. So when she fell, like the moment she had a bad movie, like truly bad movie, it was just like, we're done. Because like Freaky Friday still holds up. It does. Yeah. Because we revisited that one. 
which I still say Jamie Lee Curtis should have won the Golden Globe. Yeah. But in this movie, I, I, I didn't look at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, but that's a different topic, I guess. It's a different cat. Like, we're not talking Golden Globes. Natasha Richardson Did is she, very good. Yeah. What was she? I feel like I've seen her in like a lot of other things. She's in Made in Manhattan, I guess. Yes, yes. We got Natasha Richardson, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Very good. Yeah. We have, what's her name from Abbott Elementary? Chessie? What, like that actress? Yeah. Elaine Hendricks as Meredith. Yep. Yeah. And then um, Janice from Friends. Yes. As the camp counselor. So many, uh, an appearance by um, Hallie Shire, Nancy Myers real life Hallie. Right. And her, I guess in the movie, I mean, I, she's like the pool girl or something, but like, I guess in the credits, they give her the name Lindsay. <laughs> Which is cute. Well, I don't know. Do you follow Nancy Myers on Instagram? You know, I don't think I do. I don't know why I don't. I didn't know she had an Instagram. The cutest Instagram. And we didn't talk about this in our Nancy Myers episode. But she she like post things from her previous films, like film shoots. Ooh. And she always does like a mixed CD of like songs of inspiration for the cast and crew, oh. which is really cute. But also she always does the throwbacks about the parent trap talking about how her daughter Hallie and Lindsay Lohan were really close That's on really the set. Sweet. I need to follow her on Instagram. I don't know why I'm not. Like so cute. So many pixelated bad quality images of her own films. It's it's adorable. Oh. I would love to know some more Nancy facts, honestly. I would too. I wanna I wanna know everything about her. Yeah. yeah. So what is the plot of the parent trap? Okay. So two girls go to camp and discover that they are twins and have the same parents. I don't know. Uh, this is very oversimplified. And then, I mean, we could read. Uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it says, when two preteens named Hallie and Annie meet at summer camp, their lives are rattled when they realize they are identical twins. With parents, British mother, a.k.a. famous dress designer Elizabeth, and American father, a winemaker named Nick. Living on different sides of the universe, the girls decide to make an identity swap in hopes of spending time with their other parent. The girls later choose to inform their guardians of the swap while at a hotel in San Francisco, which later reunites the divorced pair and they remarry. Well, okay. that's it. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Period. The end. Oh. This will be my everlasting love. I love how this movie starts with love is for the way you look. At me, and that ends with this will be an everlasting love. I love that, and I knew that this will be. I've been this has been a thought on my mind for like months now. It's been bothering me. I'm like, there's a big like. I know this isn't exactly romantic comedy, but it's there is some of that in there, you know. Yeah, but that song at the end of a movie, it's so important, isn't it? At the end, it's in the holiday, isn't it? Is it? Is this? I think is it, it is. Really? I, I want to rewatch. Think it. it is. I know it's at the end of Norbit. <laughs> Not a Nancy Myers film, but it's close. Yeah, it's a heartwarming one. <laughs> Which one's better, The Parent Trap or Norbit? Oh, that is a close call. But I mean, very different. I can't choose. I really can't. They're... That means Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Nancy. <laughs> Norbit above all else. Yeah. It's like how I'll ride for Master of Disguise. Yeah. Like, it's great. I do have a soft spot for Norbit. I don't know why. It's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. At his peak. <laughs> um, yeah. So the film opens with Nick and Elizabeth's wedding. Yes. Like Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson. And they're on the Queen Anne 2. Right? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth? I think Queen so. Anne. That's queen. Oh, you're a right. A queen. Some queen. Yeah. Maybe it's Elizabeth. That's weird, maybe though, because her name's Elizabeth. Yeah. Maybe it's Anne. Queen Anne. It's two. It's two. We know that much. <laughs> Anyways, they're sharing a bottle of wine. They're listening to Love by Nat King Cole. Yeah. They're in love. They're taking a picture. It's going to be very important to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we flash forward to 11 years and nine months later, and we're at Camp Walden for Girls. 
Yes, which I feel like this is an interesting premise. Like, who sends their... Like, what British mom sends their kid to America for the summer by their lonesome? Does that make a lot of... It doesn't... I mean, I know to suspend the disbelief, but the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, this is an odd... Like, did she go to camp here? But no, probably not, because she was raised in the UK. I don't know. It's just... It's it's confusing to me, like, how that even... I don't know. Not to take away from the movie. I just... From what little I know, though, about really rich people is they love to send their kids away to foreign places and, like, drop them off with, like, some bags. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's summertime. Have an adventure, honey. Yeah. Like, rich people love to neglect their children. (laughs) So. So we're at Camp Walden for (laughs) Girls. (laughs) And we're introduced to Hallie Parker, played by Lindsay Lohan. Yes. And she has a duffel kerfuffle. She does. And she is sassy and wearing a denim jacket. Yeah. Um, and can I just say she is a style icon? I think Hallie Parker is one of my style icons. I mean, those plaid shorts. So good. Oh, her Adidas. She wears Adidas throughout this film, and it's 90s perfection. Yes. What else does she wear? She wears metallic blue nails. Love that. Um, does she also wear the kimono dress at the end? Is she Hallie? does. Yeah. Very 1998. Mm, very. Yeah, she's very in the times. I feel like I feel like um, Annie's like a little bit behind the times. Like she's in like the 60s or like the 80s or. Definitely 60s inspired. Yeah. Annie. But cute. Very cute. Well, because when we're introduced to Annie. Oh, well, Holly's from Napa. Oh, yeah. Her dad owns a vineyard. She's worldly and like. She like knows all the notes and wine, which yes, you know that might be a problem. I don't know. <laughs> Loves Leo DiCaprio, you know she's with it. Yep. And we're introduced to Annie. She pulls up in a limo with her butler Martin. I love Martin. He's uh, he's my favorite. I want a Martin in my life. Same. But uh, we'll talk about Martin. A little bit later, because I have so much to say about all the side characters. Okay. Um, no, the side characters are great in this film. They are. I I love everyone in this film, but the side characters are like extra special. But yeah, so when we meet Annie, she's from London, and she's in a whole like tweed suit with a matching headband. Iconic. I mean, I also love her style, you know? It's more buttoned up, but it's so cute. Very much so. Like she has like the cap toe shoes, which are very Chanel. Yes. She's so proper. Yes. And she does a handshake with Martin. The best handshake ever. As a kid, did you ever want to learn that handshake? Yes, I still do, Nick. Why don't we know that handshake? I'm like disappointed in us. I'm like, how we've come this far and we've never learned the handshake. We need to learn the handshake. Yeah. So once we're introduced to the girls... They have friends in the film. Yeah, kind they kind of make friends at this camp. This movie, this part of the movie happens so fast. Yeah. With so many like of the memorable scenes. Or is this just me? The memorable scenes are really like squished into this one section in camp. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the movie's paced out. Actually, you're so right. Because I don't remember it going this quickly, but it does. And well, the first time we see this, the girls in the same space together... They're in like the lunch hall and they Mm -hmm. both are like, they're like refusing the strawberry. They're like, oh, we're allergic to strawberries. And the lady's all confused and they haven't actually seen each other yet. So there's that. What is it when you're like anticipating something? uh, I know what you're talking talking about. about, It is very like reminiscent of I know Nancy Myers is inspired by like the screwball comedy. Yeah. And it is a little more like this isn't like a traditional meet cute because it's not a romance, but it does play up like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Where the hijinks are kind of like, yeah, they're you, at different places at different times. You have, you like know what's kind of going to happen but before they do a little bit. You're like, oh, we know that they're going to see each other and be like, oh my God, you're like my twin. But um, yeah, they have like a fencing match. So they haven't seen each other yet, but they're like, they have those masks. But then it was like after Annie beats Hallie and then she kind of, she's, Fires some shots at her. She does. She, my favorite line. I have class and you don't. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. 
Oh, because Hallie's or Annie's like, we look identical. And Hallie's like, I don't see it. <laughs> She's like, no, not bad. You got to get your nose fixed <laughs> and your ear. Like, she was like dragging her. So she's like, turn to the side. It's like, turn front. Yeah. That was really funny. I don't know. They're like, the fact that they like start out not getting along is really funny to me. I like that. Well, they have a series of pranks with their other friends, their yes, camp friends. The prank wars. Okay. Can we talk about the prank wars for a hundred percent? So who initiates? Probably Hallie, right? I think so because she steals Annie's clothes when she goes skinny dipping. She like so that Annie retaliates. I don't know how this happens, by the way. They're like eleven year olds. I don't know how they get the beds on top of the roof and how they stay there. Yeah, that's a little like hard to believe, but I love it. I those kids are strong. I mean, we were eleven year old girls. It's that one girl that gets the duffel bag. She's the one. Wait, but she would be on the. Wouldn't she be betraying Hallie? I don't know. I don't, well, okay. From the looks of it, when... Because it's the poker scene with the bad to the bone. Oh, yeah. The bad to the bone. I love that. Where Hallie comes in like a baddie and throws down her her chips. Yeah. And is like a royal flush. And um, Annie has to skinny dip. But my point is, when the skinny dipping comes and everyone steals her clothes, Annie's friends are there. Mm-hmm. at the poker game, right? Yeah. And they don't stop it. So maybe. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe like those, you know, it's just a magical coincidence, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It is. Everyone in this whole universe is conspiring to bring those two together one way or another. Yeah. It seems it. Yeah. I love when um, Hallie sets up like that room, like a, the booby traps. It's very like Home Alone, yes, style. So many traps, so much sticky substances and water balloons. Yeah, it's very over the top. I don't know. And um, what's this, when the camp counselors come back? Yeah, and they're like, Marvis. And they come in and they slip and slide and they're sent to the isolation cabin. I know. I love how like they both get in trouble because Hallie's like, you don't want to come in here. And then Annie's like, come on in. And so it looks like she's in on the. It does prank. because so like Annie is getting the prank with all the girls in her bunk with all the feathers and all the There's water like, and whatnot. Like, I don't know if it's whipped cream or shaving cream or whatever. <laughs> it's. It's wild. It's outrageous. It's very home alone. Yeah. But yeah, Annie is like, I'm not sick. Come on in. Thinking that she's going to get Hallie. Right. And then there's even more like chocolate and like all this, all the feathers and everything. All the ladies. Sliding across the room too. In the camp house, one of them is Janice from Friends. That is so, I know when we were like watching, I'm like, who is, how do I know this lady? It's Janice. Janice. Chandler. But yeah, the two girls are sent to the isolation cabin where they eat Oreos and peanut butter, which I always tried as a kid. Was it good? It was okay. Just like, like, it's all right. Um, Hallie has pictures. An insp- it's like a inspiration board. She's like manifesting before that was a thing, having her vision board. Yeah, a vision board. Yeah. I definitely think she like influenced... Like, probably a lot of people. Our generation. The, Hallie Parker, the influencer, me, the influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has the iconic conversation where she's like, you don't know who Leo DiCaprio is? <laughs> um, <sighs> and then they realize that they're both born on the same day. Yep. October 11th. And they both have the picture that's like split in half of their mom and dad and they bring it together and they're like, Hallie, we're like sisters. Or Annie, we're like sisters. And she's like, no, Hallie, we're like twins. <laughs> I love how like Hallie almost gets it. She like misses it. She's like so close to a lot of things. And Annie's like, I got to explain this to you. Really? <laughs> she's just, you know, she's like, we're sisters. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's much more important. We're twins. Yeah. Hallie's like, well, the lunch bell's ringing. I gotta go. I don't know. I just thought that was cute. She's really hung up on a popsicle. Yeah. 
And then they start to cry. And honestly, this scene really got me in the feels. This movie got me in the feels a lot more than I expected because I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. The nostalgic of like the nostalgia factor of it. I don't know. So cute, too. And I agree. And Lindsay Lohan, like she brings a lot of emotion. Like it looks like she's actually crying in some scenes. I'm like, eh. she's very good. Yeah. No wonder we had such high expectations for her. Uh, yeah, very good. Um, what would happen if you had a long lost twin, Brie? I don't know. It's too late for that. I'm too late <laughs> in life. I feel like you are my long lost twin. For real. You know, like spiritually. Um, now I think I'd be weirded out. I, I guess I would high five them. I don't know. I don't think I have a long lost twin. I, I know I need to like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess. It's hard to believe. I don't know. What, what did you do? I think as a kid, I either hoped for a long lost twin or that you were my long lost twin. Yes. I always thought that you were like my long, like that's probably why we switched places. But you know what? We were only children like for a while separately. Yeah. So I think that desire to have like a twin or like a sibling out there was real. Like it tapped into something for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. But I, I, feel, I don't need a long lost twin now. Same. I I mean, as an adult, 20 something, if someone was like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm your long lost twin, I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Send me a text every now and again. <laughs> wish us happy birthday. Yeah. I'll wish you happy birthday. Like, <laughs> wish us because you have yeah, the same birthday. Crazy. Yeah. That'd be I, really trippy. <laughs> if there was like two of you, if we both had long lost twins, that'd be way too much. <laughs> That'd be so over the top. And if they had a punk, I don't know. <laughs> well, they say everyone has doppelgangers. They do. Yeah. So. So technically everyone's got a long lost twin out there. Yeah. Just didn't share your blood. Weren't in the same womb, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, that's like tomato, tomato. Right. Oh, yeah. So when they find out they have the same birthdays and that they're twins, they have the, oh, Hallie has the idea. She's like, let's trade places. Like, this is going to sound crazy. But I want to, you know, meet my mom. You want to meet our dad. Like, let's just, like, make it happen. Which is a good plan. I mean, considering that they're, like, why wouldn't you switch places if you're a twin? It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, too. I've seen Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Yeah. Switch places. Exactly. Easy peasy. Yeah. Like, if you're a twin and you don't switch places. Yeah. Why have a twin? What are you doing? That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, so they have the parent trip plan where Hallie will go to London with the mom Mm -hmm. and Annie will go to Napa with the dad. And then once they've had enough time with their parents, they'll be like, hey, we fooled you guys. And then they'd have to send it back. Yeah. But Annie has long hair and unpierced ears. So Hallie has to change that. Yeah, she takes. I love how she gets the scissors and like Annie is like, oh my god, an eleven year old's cutting my hair. I can't. She's like, I don't know if I can do this. Which she does a great job. She does. <laughs> I know it's like movie magic, but like, but flawless. You never looked better. Anytime as a kid, I tried to cut my hair. It was like really bad. Like, I remember you still like in class. I would sneak and try to like cut the ends of my hair, but nothing noticeable. Yeah. And then one time I got caught by the teacher and it wasn't it wasn't great. Oh wow. What did she do? She was just like, I'm gonna call your parents. And I think they did. I didn't get in trouble though. And they're like, whatever. Yeah, they were like, whatever. But I got in trouble. Uh huh. And then they learn the handshake. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they have to teach each other like how to be each other. Each other, yeah. I love how they have like they draw maps and all this stuff. They strategize. They strat. It's a complete strategy. All set to do you believe in magic? Yeah. Which can I say I love the soundtrack. Same. It gets me like smiling and just bopping. So good. So like of its time, but so good. I love all the needle drops. Same. Speaking of needle drops, so Annie teaches Hallie the handshake mm-hmm. and then when they switch places and she meets back up with the butler like when Hallie lands in London she has to do the handshake to prove that she's Annie and she does it perfectly yes 
But also they go driving around like back to the house and there she goes plays. Yes. Around London. She's going around. I don't know. There she goes. I think that's like the first time I've heard that song or like I'm sure it was playing at the time because I remember that being like a big song. I don't know. It just has so much nostalgia for me. For sure. I mean, this is where I first heard pretty much all of these songs because this was like my movie. Mm. So yeah, there she goes is the Parent Trap song for me. It's just so perfect. I know you just said it, but like. It's very good. The needle drops are consistent. I know in some Nancy Myers films, the needle drops sometimes are all over the place. You know, like in Something's Gotta Give when they play Crazy Town's Butterfly. Right. <laughs> A little weird. But this one consistently all the way through, I think like the only, it's like very of the time when they go camping mm-hmm. and they're playing How Bizarre. Do, do, do. Oh, yeah. Like, I love it because it fits still. So, I don't know. I think it's the most consistent soundtrack of Nancy Myers. I think so. Um, this movie's just so good, though. Can we talk about the box office for a second? Oh, yeah. Let's. Okay. So, this movie did come out on July 29th, 1998. It was number two behind Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. D- well, that's a big deal. It is. Where's the Oscar for Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap? Did she win at least a Blockbuster Entertainment Award? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, it was a box office hit. And people praised Lohan's performance. I feel like if you ask any old person now about Lindsay Lohan, they'll still be like, the parent trap was amazing. Did you know that she played both parts? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's what the olds still say. Yeah. I mean, it's it's impressive. Also, I think at the time, that kind of, movie magic like is like they really pulled it off it looks seamless arguably better than a lot of movies that have tried to do it yeah agreed that's what i was gonna say are you a big were you a big Lindsay lohan fan back always yes always and still what is your favorite Lindsay lohan movie that's really hard because i want to say the parent trap But it would have to be either The Parent Trap or Freaky Friday. Like, I do love Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, but I don't think that really pushes her range. And I feel like she has so much to give. I also remember really enjoying that movie. What is it? It was like Just My Luck. Just My Luck's fun. I remember really liking that one. What about Mean Girls? Katie Heron. Oh, yeah. Mean Girls. I got to be honest. I was really late to the party on Mean Girls. I didn't see it to like later in high school it's so good i just so i didn't like i don't know i kind of missed the boat on it a bit i still enjoy it but like it's not like it's not my favorite Lindsay movie huh yeah it might be freaky friday or the parent trap yeah i think the parent trap for me she just kind of sets the bar so high for herself it might be her best movie I think it's just, you can tell, like, it's this girl from Long Island who gets her big break after, you know, I know she did, she did, like, a Jell-O commercial with Bill Cosby back in the day, and an Abercrombie shoot with uh, Lizzie Grant, Oh, or now Lana Del Rey. That's awesome. But this was, yeah, this like, you can just, just Lindsay Lohan's endless potential in this movie. Maybe it is the nostalgia and the hindsight of it that, like, makes it even better, but... Yeah, it might be. I think Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen aside, if I'm ranking Lindsay Lohan movies, it's almost sequential. Like, I think The Parent Trap and Freaky Friday are her two bests. Mm -hmm. Skip Confessions, Mean Girls is her third. Yes. Then Skip Herbie, Go to Just My Luck. I haven't seen Prairie Home Companion. But I want to. I've never even heard of this movie. A Robert Altman movie based on the NPR like variety show. But it has Meryl Streep in it. And she's like she has that iconic cover on I forget what magazine. But it's like a raven haired Lindsay with Meryl Streep. And they're like face to face. Say less. I'm there. So fun. So I guess this freaking Friday and Mean Girls are my top three. Honestly, same. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I've seen a Lindsay Lohan movie after Just My Luck. Well, what else is after Just My Luck? Other than, you know, obviously her recent 
kind of was it a Hallmark movie or she in that vein? Did a Netflix movie. Um, no, I think she did Georgia Rule with um Jane Fonda. Um, I know what killed me, or I know what something. Um, where she plays a stripper and it, like basically ended her career. Dang, that's a shame. Um, she played Liz Taylor in a movie in like 2012. Get a clue. Oh yeah, that one. (gasps) Wait a second. We know what Lindsay Lohan's best movie is. Life size. You're right. How are we not talking about life size? What is wrong with us? Duh. The best movie she's ever been, and the best movie to ever exist. This is like my Norbit. I'm like (laughs) life size. I'm the biggest life size stan. Life size two doesn't exist. It's all about this one baby. Dude, you're right. She's so good. Young Lindsay Lohan, like baby Lindsay is so good. Like she's so charming and she's so cute. And I just love her. Young Lindsay Lohan can't be stopped. No, she is like, she's at the top of her game. It's so wild. This changes everything as far as like rankings. Like I still, maybe the parent trap, but life size. Or maybe life size and then the parent trap. I don't know. It's tough. I think the parent trap. I think it would still be sequential, though, because this comes out. In, life size comes out in 2000. Yeah. It's still in sequence. It's sequence. Yeah. That's um, wild. I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. Yeah. I, you know what? When you search for movies, that's not like the first one that comes up for some reason. Like, do people forget about that movie? Everyone forgets. You know, I was talking about our podcast to someone recently and they were like, I'm really glad that you don't go the route, like you guys don't go the route of like just doing all Disney Channel movies or like High School Musical and like Miley Cyrus. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I like to say that we're a little cooler than that. No shade, Alti. Yeah. Um, but I was like, but you know, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to do life size and model behavior at some point because those yes. movies slap and they're like well that's different because that's like um like was it a disney it was like on um like abc okay so it's a little different they're like well disney movies but i just thought that was funny that i was talking to someone recently and they were like that is really funny i mean i wouldn't mind revisiting high school musical though for like the lulls i think that'd be fun but on it again with the guilty pleasures you know how i feel about that yeah same it inspires me (laughs) daily just like wake up start listening to pet on it to start your day i'm not gonna stop that's who i am it really does i am i want to recreate that you should (laughs) just go out to like the hills and just like go like this kneel down i could do it bet on me it's very good um back to parent trap though okay so you're saying the box office it was number two behind private ryan which is my favorite film of 1998 that I've seen. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that one was really good. Saving Private Ryan. If I just only do rankings now, we're the we're like a YouTube channel. Yeah. But no, like as far as 1998 films go, I haven't seen them all by any stretch of the imagination. But Saving Private Ryan has affected me. Same. On like a very deep level. I'll still think about that movie on occasion. It's one of those movies where I never have to see that movie again to be like, yeah, that changed my life. Yeah. You just need to see it one time. That's that's good enough. Yes. Um, But, you know, The Parent Trap also changed my life. Mm-hmm. I would say in a deeper way. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that Hot would take. be number one for me. <laughs> in I, it's so funny because as far as 1998 in film... My top three would totally be Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love, and The Parent Trap. Love it. Sorry, not sorry. The Mouse Hunt or something. Is that 1998? I don't know. No, I know. I'm trying to remember what else was out there, but I can't. Nope. That's it. That's it's not The Parent Trap, so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, you know what's interesting? What? So Nancy Myers has been quoted that when she was trying to cast Annie and Hallie, she was looking for a little Diane Keaton. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. <gasps> wow. That's so interesting. Do you think Lindsay Lohan has become is going to become Diane Keaton at some point? Like Your mouth to God's ears. Truly. That's my hope. I hope so. That, that would be so lovely. 
Diane Keaton is cool. I love Diane Keaton. Yeah. I feel like that's our podcast now. We would just like love Diane Keaton and that's it. <laughs> Instead of late to the party with Nikki and Bri, it's I love Diane Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Full stop. Um, what are your thoughts on, so before Lindsay Lohan was cast, they were thinking about Scarlett Johansson. Right. Michelle Trachenberg. I could see that one. I could see it. Mara Wilson. Mm, that's, I don't know. I mean, I love her, but she had Matilda, so... Well, she had a chokehold on like 90s And something movies. else. Yeah, she was in a couple of them. She was in the Miracle on 34th Street remake. Oh. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. She was in Matilda. Yeah. What else was she in? She was in Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> and the, the Magic Railroad. She didn't have the red hair. Something about the red hair. And also as a child with red hair. I know it's hard to tell now because it's really brown, but... It was like Fire Engine Red at one point. It was. Like when you met me. Like, I don't know what happened. It slowly faded away and then my hair got curly. It's been through a journey. Did you feel seen? I felt seen. Yeah, I did. Representation (laughs) matters. I'm just saying. I don't know. No, I understand. There's not a lot of fire crotches. Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan has such an interesting look too. Like as a kid with all her freckles, like she, that's really beautiful. I didn't have freckles like that, but you know, still, I think that's really cool to show. I don't know. You were not to put you on the spot. The only redhead as a kid I ever met without freckles. And it it is kind of, it makes sense now why you don't have red hair, Mm -hmm. but I did think it was very odd that you had like not a one. As yeah. a kid, I was always like really stumped. I mean, I had a couple moles. Does that <laughs> does that count? Is that that's a close? No, not the same. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't explain it, dude. If you like, you know how Lindsay Lohan has those beautiful freckles all over her face. Yeah. If you have moles all over your face, it gives it. It reads well, different. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't. You were a really cute kid, but moles and freckles I made mean, a good taste yeah, but, mole. Yeah. yeah. But the, but there's some moles that are close. Like the, the, like, what's the difference between a mole and a freckle, though? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a there's a fine line. There can be a fine line. Not all True. moles are. Not all. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what's crazy? I have never gotten rid of the mole like between my neck and my like shoulder. Yeah. Because Beyonce has one there. Oh really? Like a crazy person. Iconic. Yeah. yeah moles are like um signatures, right? Like they're like. Like Enrique Iglesias, when he got rid of the mole. It was never the same. No. Not as hard. He wasn't duetting with Whitney Houston anymore. It's His all- life went downhill. Yes. Um, can we talk about when Hallie meets her mom? Yeah. that Nikki, that scene made me cry. I got. I, I was like the whole time in this film. Not the whole time. I felt like the butler when he like ugly cries. And he's <laughs> yes. like, ah. Or like Chessie when she finds out that's Annie and can't get it together. Yeah, same. <laughs> like we're introduced to Natasha Richards Richardson and she's down these like walking down these steps and it's almost like you're Hallie. Uh-huh. Like she, she's she was just so beautiful and so Princess Diana esque. She does look so much like Princess Diana. Yes. And also has the best interiors in her home. The best. Great taste. But yeah, her name's Elizabeth James, which is also the classiest name on the planet. So classy. And yeah, we meet her. And also the grandfather. Yes. And Martin, the butler, which I love the grandfather and I love Martin, the butler so much. Yeah. I mean, everyone is great. Like you said, the side characters. There's like no one in this movie. Well, okay, never mind. I was gonna say there's no one in this movie that you hate, but like maybe Meredith. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because so Annie's off with the dad, mm-hmm. and she meets Dennis Quaid. Yep. Who uh, I turned over to you during this movie. <laughs> you seemed a little traumatized when I was like, "Is Dennis Quaid hot?" There's something about him when we meet at the airport. Yeah, he's looking bronzed. Uh-huh. He has a cowboy hat. He has like those like laugh like he looks like a golden retriever. Okay. He does. I see that. I get it. I get what Meredith sees in this man. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this man. I don't feel a connection there. Not for me. 
I'm so connected to Natasha Richardson and Dennis Quaid in this movie. Oh, Sorry to my mom and dad who have been lovely and nothing but good to me, but <laughs> the, this is my, my mother and my father. I know what you mean. Actually, as a kid, I felt more like that. I was like, oh, the perfect parent. I don't know what it is. This movie just paints this like, it's, it's kind of idealized. It's definitely a fantasy. Like, it's definitely like a kid's like wish fulfillment type of movie yeah you know what i mean like the fact that they even pull off the whole thing is like it's a score for kids yeah it's really cute though but it can tap into that inner for me it taps into my inner child i don't know i think it's cute but dennis quaid i'm not i don't know he doesn't really he doesn't do it for me but i know he has appeal it's kind of like mel gibson he doesn't do it for me either but he has appeal yeah in what women want i think nancy myers really the way she represents these stars shines the the best light on them possible definitely um then we are introduced to meredith blake right who has now had a renaissance on the internet so i've heard Mm -hmm. she's only 26 but she's a gold digger Mm mm-hmm it reminds me, you know, like in The Sound of Music, how there's like the other the lady that the guy is supposed to, it's like mm-hmm. the Baroness or whatever. It's like that same energy where the kids just like are trying to just stop everything. Be like, no, this is not happening. Not on my watch. And Annie like sniffs it out immediately. Yeah. She's like, uh, like this. She does not give off good vibes. Mm-mm. I must sabotage this. Asa. I love when the dad's like, hey, how do you feel about her as a person? She's like, well, she's got nice teeth, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love when he, uh, the dad's like, we're getting married, like we're engaged. And or before he exactly verbalizes that, but he's like, how do you feel about Meredith in your life? And he's like, I always wanted a sister. Yeah, that cracked <laughs> me up. She's like, you're going to adopt her? Yes. Oh. And, oh, and this whole time, so with this ruse, Chessie, who is also like she gives me my mom vibes, to be honest. Like Chessie is a little more I could see like that. that. But Chessie sniffs her out right away, and Martin and the grandfather sniff Hallie out right away. Yeah, they know. And, and the dog knows. Yes. Just saying. Because the dog won't come to Annie. Mm-mm. But the way they find out is because, well, Annie's panicking, mm-hmm. basically. Like, you need to tell them because he's going to marry this monster. Yeah. She's like, the plan is not going well. We yeah. got to do something. And Hallie's on the other end in London being like, this plan is going great. Yeah. I get to go to the mom's bridal shop and, like, have photo shoots with a bride wearing a a top hat. like <laughs> Top hat and a veil. I love that. I get to create, like, recreate Abbey Road. What are you talking about? I'm wearing a baby blue matching suit with a headband. Get out of here with that noise. Yeah, she doesn't want to hear it. She hangs up she on does. her. She's like, oh, sorry. She like gets, like, the, the wrapping paper from a candy and just like, oh, I can't hear you. But who hasn't done that once in their life, you know? After seeing this movie. Yeah. I did. I definitely did, but I didn't realize. I think that movie is what planted that idea. Well, because I was so young, I don't remember my life before The Parent Trap. Same. Therefore, I've learned everything from The Parent Trap. As far as my mom and dad weren't together, and I tried to set them up on a boat. Did you really? Just like, yes. On a boat? It almost worked. It was very embarrassing. It did not work out for me. Because it, it's, there's pictures of it. Ask Wait, them. Wait, there's pictures? Yeah, ask them. We that don't need really to get cute. into Aww. this. It's really sad. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes a parent trap doesn't work in real life, Brie. Damn, and that's why we have movies, you know? Truly. That wish, that's like, yeah. That would be a sad, like if the parent trap, like if it ended and they didn't work out. I almost thought it was, like I haven't seen this movie in so long. I don't want to like skip too far or spoil anything. But like the ending kind of surprised me because I was like, wait a minute. This is not what I remember. I thought, you know what I mean? It kind of like fakes you out. Yeah. But still, I I think like it justifies it though. Mm. It is far-fetched, but it's very, like, I think they do a good job of justifying it. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so the jig is up because Hallie basically runs out of the house to make a 
collect call. Yeah. And the grandfather's like, if it's a feeling a bit woozy, eh? Yeah, he's like, woozy? He's like, that That doesn't... We don't say that word. <laughs> Us Brits? I don't really know. I don't know if they do or not, but he seems suspicious. So suspicious. But yeah, next thing you know, um, the mom, Martin, and Hallie are heading to San Francisco to meet up with the uh, the Napa crew. Right, because they, they, Hallie and Annie have planned it out that they were going to meet at this hotel. Um, and she's basically like, yeah, d- dad knows you're coming. Like, he says, you know, he's excited to see you, you know, whatever. Which and- sends her into a tail, Elizabeth into a tailspin. Yeah. Rightfully so. She starts smoking cigarettes. She gets drunk on the ride there. She's uh she does that iconic like meme where she has a roller in her hair and a cigarette in her hand and she's like, I'm not mature enough for this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love seeing her a little unhinged though. I do too. This is my favorite part of the movie when Elizabeth James is getting drunk on the plane, just totally unhinged, and she meets Dennis Quaid, just like well, he's going up the elevator and she's just like waving. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? It's like, what are you doing here? So good. I also love how like, well, I think, I don't know if it was Hallie or Annie, but they kind of try to set them up like that the mom and Meredith kind of meet at the bar or something. And it's such an awkward convo because Meredith is like, oh my God, you're Elizabeth James. I want you to design my wedding dress. And unbeknownst to to. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, she's like, all right, I will. But she doesn't know that that's like his fiance now. I don't know. It's just like the, it just gets messy and hilarious. Yes. And I do love Chessie and Martin. I was about to say that. With Martin in the blue Speedo. Oh my goodness. And uh, Elizabeth is like, oh my God, so embarrassing. And Chessie is like, which it's funny because like Chessie doesn't like Meredith, right? But loves Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So. She's a good judge of character for sure. I just want to be best friends with Chessie. Same. What I love, they try to recreate the first date, right? It doesn't go so well. But then the girls—am I skipping too far ahead? No. Okay. But then the girls decide to like. They're like, wait. That's it. We're not satisfied. This can't be it. Like, like you're going to have to go on this camping trip with us. Like, we're not going to tell you who's who. We're going to play this ruse again until we get what we want, basically. Yes. And then it's supposed to be the girls and then just their mom and dad. And then Meredith is there and is all upset. Like, what are you going on this trip for? Oh, my God. Your ex-wife's going to be there? No way. And then, like, Elizabeth James. I don't know. I just want to call her her full name. But she's like, you know what? You go ahead, Meredith. You go with them. I'm going to stay here. And the girls are disappointed. But I think Meredith, or not Meredith, Elizabeth knew what she was doing. For sure. But she's a classy lady. Like, she's going to, like, stir the pot and, like, be smart about it. Yeah. I just love that. I don't know. I mean, she's such a classy lady. She is. What a woman. I know. And um, so they go hiking. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, what is, no, you're good. So they go hiking. We're just making all the mess. Woo. So the girls, Dennis Quaid, yeah, and um, Meredith go hiking. Right. <laughs> and I will say, in defense of Meredith, those two brats keep putting rocks, heavy rocks, <laughs> the heaviest rocks. In her cute backpack. And she's wearing the cutest Adidas workout attire. It is a very cute outfit. Not going to lie. And Meredith is committed to a color palette. Black and white and red on the lips. And that's it. I mean, it's she looks good. She does have a sense of style. Style icon. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But I am saying she's a style icon. Agreed. Um, but they go on the trip. They put the lizard. Is it a lizard? Lizard. I don't know. Something. Yeah. I know. I just, it made me think of Matilda. (laughs) For real. But it gets in her mouth. Yeah. And she does the, oh my God. Iconic. Love it. 
But oh yeah, in the middle of the night, they try to drown her. I mean, not really, but like they. I mean, that seems kind of dangerous. They, they like, yeah. They essentially try to murder her. Right. That was pretty wild. They do. Yeah. They like she's on sleeping pills and they throw her on a raft and push her out. I love how the dad, though, at this point, I mean, I know he says like, cool it, girls, but he's like not like really mad at them. He's not like you got, you know, like there's no he's just like you got to calm down with that mess. But he's not like getting angry. He's just like, ah, whatever. And then he gives, no, she gives him the ultimatum. She's like, I'm going to ship those brats to boarding school. It's me or them. Take your pick. And he's like, T-H-E-M, them. Yeah, he spells it out. And she freaks out. Which, as a child, I thought this was like the biggest burn. Right? But, you know, as someone that's closer in age to Meredith, I will say she put on this cute fit like, yes, she's a gold digger and stuff. Right. But she puts on this cute outfit. She probably thinks it's going to be glamp, like a light camping. Yeah. A glamping. A little, you know, or like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we can blame her completely for not wanting to eat trout. No, I don't think she should be forced to eat trout. I mean, there's got to be something else. Like, I don't know, beef jerky. Yeah, they definitely like set her up for failure, including Nick. Yeah. I think he secretly wanted it to not work out, though. Once he saw mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth, he knew. For real. He knew he made a mistake because he was like all over the hotel room. He's like, oh, got to chase her down. And she's just like, whatever. I'm going to play hard to get. It's because Martin was right when she didn't know what to wear. And Martin was like, you got to pick out this black number. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, it was like Martin was like the fairy godmother. He was. And Chessie was for, for Nick. Definitely. But afterwards, so Meredith's out of the picture. Ding dong, the witch is dead. But then Nick and Elizabeth have the cutest moment down in the wine cellar. Yes. And it's raining. I love this part of the movie because it's just raining. It's a mood. Because mm-hmm. everyone's saying their goodbyes. Oh, and it plays the song that's like, oh, love it. every time we say goodbye, it's all jazzy and sad. And it, it gets you in the feels because they all have. So like their plan appears not to have worked, even though, you know, they share these memories and they go down to the wine cellar and they look at the bottle of wine from when they got married and stuff that he held on to. He didn't have to because it's been like 11 years. I guess they haven't yeah. talked. That's like such a long time. The fact that they just didn't want to see each other. Also, I'm deciding to raise their kids separately. Like, it's, it is kind of crazy, but, it you know, is. you roll with it. Yeah. But it is sad when they all say goodbye. And you're like, oh, the, you know, I don't know. Because they try me. to work work it out where they can, like, see their other kid. But it's like, oh, you can't do that to kids that are going to school. You can't be like, one year you'll go to London. One year you'll stay in Napa. Like, yeah, you can't do that. It's complicated. So. It's, it is complicated. <laughs> Something's got to give. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's what women want. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh, but this time she did mention something about like earlier, maybe. I don't know if it was at the dinner that she had with him or what. But like she mentioned to like Dennis Quaid, like she said, hey, you know, like when I left, like you didn't come after me. Like he's like, oh, I don't know you wanted me to. So like, but this time after all the sadness and the rain and you're on like the... You know, I feel like I'm on the verge of tears when I've watched it. Every time. Yeah. Then he, like, is there. They show up. So Hallie and him are both there, like, before they arrive home and surprise them. And it's a happy, it's like a fairy tale. And he's like, you know, or no, she says, like, you know, what do you want from me? Like, you you want this to, like, work and, like, what we're supposed to raise two kids and, like, be on two different continents. And I don't know. She goes down this whole list of things. He's like, yeah. I don't know. And they live happily ever after. Yeah. I don't know. It's so good. It is so good. And then they play. Well, they get remarried. Yep. And they play. This will be the best ending song. Like ending credits song. The cutest ending credits too. With the pictures of the twins in the mix. Oh, I love it. I love it too. I wrote the the movie magic is magicking. A hundred percent. No, I, I love everything about this movie. It holds up. It really does. 
10 out of 10 handshakes. I give it 10 out of 10 Oreos and peanut butter. Nice. Or 10 out of 10 Leo DiCaprio photos. You don't know who Leo DiCaprio is? Who's Leo DiCaprio? Oh. Which we were talking about it. I was like, after Leo Mania, how would you not know who Leo DiCaprio is? But they did film this in summer 97, which would be pre-Titanic. Mm-hmm. Little did Nancy Myers know. Everyone would know by summer of 98 who Leo DiCaprio was. Hallie knew. Hallie did. Hallie. Did you say, oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said Julio DiCaprio. <laughs> but you said Julio. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad. I love Julio DiCaprio. <laughs> like, whoa, Julio. Oh, lordy. Yeah. Sorry, this movie got me so jazzed. It's his cousin. <laughs> uh but i i think what i really do love too is it's like this movie has a lot of joy in it yeah all the joy all the joy and you never hear you know i think because of abbott elementary was it lisa ann walters she talks a lot lately i think because of the meredith blake renaissance elaine hedrick elaine eileen elaine i think it's elaine eileen hedrick is someone else think i know personally oh, but okay. elaine Hendricks talks a lot about this movie too because of the meredith blake renaissance and th- there's never like a a bad word mm. you know this just it seems like a lovely it was a, like i've never heard dennis quaid speak on it and we can't hear natasha richardson rest right. in peace the reason why i don't go skiing i forgot about that that was also pretty seminal not yeah. even to make a joke about it like no after Sonny Bono and then Natasha Richardson, I'd, I don't go. I won't. Yeah. But. Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, no one died, but still, it's kind of like, ooh, you want to get into a legal battle? Yeah. Like, that's also a headache. That's the best case scenario. Right. The worst case. We've seen the best and the worst. and Yeah. Yikes. But. um, What was I going to say? I don't even never heard a bad word. It just seems like it was a joy to work on. It just is a movie that kickstarted Nancy Myers' directing career, and it it established Lindsay Lohan as like a bona fide movie star, even at age twelve. Yeah, and um, I don't know, slap and soundtrack, great movie. I think that like maybe not half of the movie, but like a good chunk of a movie is the soundtrack. Mm. To me, I don't know. I really enjoy movies that have like music throughout. And just set a tone, like, and to make it a whole experience. I don't know. I think it's special. I, maybe because also in real life, in my mind, there's always music playing. I don't know if that's a weird no thing. I like it. Well, <laughs> any, any final thoughts? No final thoughts. <laughs> and that's on that. That's on that. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Um. I really, I know that Lindsay Lohan is now expecting, which. Oh, congrats. yeah. But. I really hope one day we do get a Lindsay Lohan, maybe a full circle Lindsay Lohan and a Nancy Myers. That would film. be so cool. That would be really cool. I'd love to see that. I would too. Putting that on my vision board with Leo DiCaprio while I eat Oreos and peanut butter and reconnect with my long lost twin. Yeah. I think that'd be great. We could see her make like bad decisions, but in a good way, like in a... I don't know. I don't know. You know, I feel like we were all just so harsh on her for no reason. I think so. I would love to see Lindsay in a kitchen. Yes. An immaculately designed kitchen. Mm-hmm. I wonder what her kitchen actually looks like. I mean, doesn't she live? Does she live in Barcelona? No. She was in Greece yeah, for a time. Mykonos? She was. Remember Wasn't that? She? That was a reality show, I believe, with Lindsay Lohan. I bet her time. kitchen is like really nice. I don't know. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so I don't know where to go from I here. have a feeling Lindsay Lohan's kitchen is very similar to Julia Fox's kitchen. What is Julia Fox's kitchen like? It has a bunch of shoe boxes. Um with kind shoes? of like yeah, like a kind of messy. But that's what I love. I love a messy gal. Yeah. But don't get me even started on Julia Fox because I love her too. I know, right? But that's how I picture Lilo's kitchen's a little messy. But Nancy Myers mm-hmm. is maybe she's going to go from a messy kitchen 
to a perfectly designed one with some Nat King Cole playing. Yes, always. Well, thank you so much for listening. Rate and review. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.